Welcome to the Plan B CRNA podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones, and I'm so excited that you're here. The Plan B CRNA podcast is the only show made specifically for nurse anesthetists who are exploring options outside of their traditional career paths. This is the place to expand your mind and your goals as we uncover new ways to produce side income together. The mindset that we bring to any situation plays a key part in overcoming challenges and really enjoying our unique paths in life. On Thoughtful Thursdays, I like to explore emotional topics that are relevant to CRNAs and other providers. I think of this as my therapy, and I hope you learn some tips and tricks that you can use along your own journey. This episode is brought to you by OnCall Capital. OnCall Capital is dedicated to educating CRNAs and other healthcare providers about investing outside of the traditional stock market. OnCall Capital also provides opportunities for you, yes you, to create passive income and generational wealth while also lowering your taxable income through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, make sure you do that right now so that you don't miss an episode. Thanks so much for joining me today, and now on with the show. Welcome to Thoughtful Thursdays on the Plan B CRNA podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones. Now, this is my first mindset episode for the month of November, and I feel that it's important to mention Movember, as in mustache and November. The general idea is for men to grow facial hair that they otherwise wouldn't throughout the year to change the face of men's health. Now, normally I do have a goatee, but those of you watching on YouTube will notice that I have recently shaved that off in preparation for Movember. I was introduced to this many years ago, and I typically grow a beard from scratch during the month. Now, I'm only a couple of days in, so it's just stubble at this point. You might not even be able to see much of that. But, of course, the real goal of Movember isn't the facial hair. It's to bring awareness to men's health issues, such as prostate cancer, testicular cancer, and men's mental health and suicide prevention. Now, those last two are what I'd like to focus on today, but don't worry, this isn't just an episode for men. So let's kick this thing off with a quote that gets me thinking. Gabriella Goddard once said, connect to your core and you'll find strength. Act from your core and you'll move mountains. As some of you know, my wife, Lorona, is an occupational therapist. Watching her start her healthcare career gave me the confidence that I could be successful too. One of the key features in the therapy world is the idea of proximal stability for distal mobility. The phrase means, in short, that in order to have proper functioning and mobility in your distal body structures like the legs and arms, we must first work on the stability of our proximal structures, such as our core and midline structures. So this is how we all start out. Think about how babies gain more function. They begin with a lot of mobility, but not much stability or muscle control. They develop stability first in the head and the trunk, and then from that more stable base, they begin to roll over, sit up, reach out with their arms, pull up, crawl, stand up, and walk. This type of thinking, though, has led to more core training in the athletics world, with the idea of strengthening those midline structures with at least the same level of focus as arm and leg strength. However, when I've heard this term, I tend to have a different take. Now, obviously, I'm not a therapist, so, uh, you know... Take this as you will, but I see the idea of working on your core as more of a mental health exercise. Now, you guys know that I'm pretty open and honest on this show, so I'd like to share some of my recent experiences with you. At the beginning of September, I approached my family physician about a long-term antidepressant. We're heading into the darkest months of the year, and I do have some seasonal depressive stuff going on. 
Now, last year, I bought the sunlight and I took my St. John's wort regularly, but it just didn't quite seem like enough. So I wanted to be prepared this year and for the times beyond. So my physician gave me an order for Prozac and sent me on my way. And within about a week or so, I was having many of the classic SSRI side effects, chills, excessive sweating, insomnia, and nervousness, among others. I was determined to give these meds some time to work, but within three weeks, it led to a downward spiral as I became more depressive with some suicidal ideations. There was just a dark cloud over my vision, and I just couldn't seem to shake it. Now, luckily, I have a wonderfully supportive wife who kept a close watch over me. She encouraged me to reach back out to the family physician and get a medication change. And I was resistant at first because I was trying to give this other medication time to really take effect, not realizing that it was having the effect that it was going to have on me. So when I reached back out, my physician promptly placed me on Lexapro and the change was dramatic. Within just a few days, I felt that dark cloud lift off of me and I returned more to myself. Now, many of you may know that I'm a proponent of new age stoic philosophy, and it's pretty heavy on the idea that you control your own mind and the actions that you take. Now, despite my nursing background and plenty of experience with patients who are quite literally out of their minds, sometimes things don't hit you until it actually happens to you. I also realized through this experience that some of this spiral had started way before I was starting on these medications. You know, as a result of the pandemic, I fell into some of the old habits that I've had of just trying to gut things out until a particular end date. I neglected the core of my own being, and it began to affect my overall mindset and subsequent actions. I was out of balance. The chemicals in my head were out of whack. I was trying to stay happy on the surface, showing some positivity and confidence that I didn't always feel. You know, fake it until you make it, right? Really, what I was doing, though, was I was avoiding vulnerability, which is easy to do because vulnerability has a habit of making us feel weaker in the beginning. We think that we are protecting our core self by silencing it through distraction, avoidance, and surface communication. The good news is that connecting to our core selves doesn't have to be uber complicated. We can practice some steps to help us keep connecting to our inner core. Keep in mind, though, that this process doesn't end. It evolves with you, so you have to work at it. Number one, you can write about yourself. You can write about your feelings or answer specific prompts such as words that describe me or my strengths are, you know, I am most afraid of, or I value this. All right, number two, explore your primary emotions. Accessing your primary emotions can help you access your core self. Specifically, it helps you identify your needs so that you can then take action to address them. It's necessary to cultivate the ability to identify what your true vulnerable self is feeling. This isn't easy without practice. Anyone can tell you to take a deep breath and think, but you won't be very good at it unless you practice that when you're already calm. So this is an area where daily meditation and deep breathing can make a big difference. Number three, let yourself dream. Learn how to explore what you imagine for yourself without letting fear or anxiety dictate your response. Devote some time to thinking about this or writing your aspirations down on paper. Number four, listen to your inner voice. Oftentimes our inner voice speaks to us at first, you know, but, but we tend to dismiss it. 
we are quick to shut it down, reject it, or talk ourselves out of the way that we truly feel. But giving that inner voice credence can go a long way toward handling our own anxieties and depression. Number five, notice when you shut yourself down. Once you notice this, then you can figure out which desires, needs, or emotions that you're not actually allowing yourself to feel. What would happen if you actually gave yourself permission to recognize this voice? Now, I know that a lot of this seems pretty touchy-feely, and it is, but I do think that focusing on your core self is incredibly important. Now, what I learned through my brief out-of-mind experience here is how important the mental part is to my ability to achieve. If my mind is out of sync with my core self, I feel helpless and hopeless, floundering with the most basic of things. When I am confident in my own abilities and I'm in tune with my core self, I feel determined and unstoppable. I can accomplish so many of the things that I set my mind to. This is what I think of when I think of proximal stability for distal mobility. Now, if you'd like to do something besides grow facial hair this month, check out the Movember Foundation at https colon slash slash us.movember.com to see how you can help bring greater awareness to men's health issues. They've raised over $800 million and funded over 1,200 projects in 20 countries, so they're doing some great work. And if you found value today, make sure you hit subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. I also want to hear from you. If you have a question, comment, or topic that you'd like me to cover in an upcoming show, make sure you rate and review on your podcast player. I check those all the time and cover those questions in future episodes. I hope you'll join us next time. This is Bobby Jones signing off. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Plan B CRNA podcast. If you haven't already subscribed and reviewed the show, I'd be honored if you took the extra time. It really helps to expand our reach and get the word out about the show. If you're a CRNA who is interested in sharing your story on our podcast, I'd love to have you. Please email me at bobby at oncallinvestments.com for more information. This episode was brought to you by On Call Capital. They are dedicated to helping providers like you develop passive income and generational wealth through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. Feel free to check out their website at www.oncallinvestments.com and subscribe to their free educational email series. You can find On Call Capital on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also check out our YouTube page, where you'll find all of the show episodes along with other educational videos. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.